Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving them all. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. 
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh, man. Almost forgot I had one this morning, but I'm okay. I'll tell you where I am in a little bit. You know, I, I get around, man, there's so much. But, man, good morning, everybody. Um, You know, today I, w- I was having a, a conversation with my wife last night. And we were talking about um, our plans. You know, we often sit down, you know, just like a married couple. I mean, you know, you know, we're married. You know, we have children. We have aspirations. We have hopes. We, we, I mean, you know, we have things we want. You know, when you're married, you know, I mean, it's important to sit with your partner. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's common sense, really. It's important to sit down with the person that you've chosen and decided to share your life with and, and have multiple conversations on a lot of things. And we try to make sure that all of our conversations aren't always just business related and always kid related, you know, because that, that, that becomes, it's a part of it, but it, it, it weighs so much on the marriage that because that that's the grunt work of being married you know your children your family your bills your your mortgage your your car notes you know the what's due what's coming up and if you're not careful you'll you'll start that becomes the focal point of you all's conversation and this woman or man or person that you've decided to have this life with all of a sudden they're an extension of your business and you guys become business partners or whatever. And, 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 and it just gets so anyway, I'm just saying that that it's important to sit down and have these conversations, but it's even more important to have the other conversations. You know, it's, it's important with the person that you're planning on making the run with to sit down and talk about other things, you know, on, on a more upbeat note, you know, uh, we were having a conversation and she was reminding me of what she loved about me. And then I, in turn, was turning around telling her the things that I admired about her and loved about her. And we kind of have these all the time, you know, where we sit down and we talk about the things that we still enjoy about one another. Or we may talk about some of the things that we miss in one another. But we constantly have these conversations about appreciation. You know, it's so important, man, that the other person feels appreciated. So these things are important. But we got into the conversation deeper last night. And I was telling her about this idea that I had and that I wanted her to help me with and and make a phone call for me because she knows these people. And I was going to be doing this. And then my wife reminded me of something. Now, once again, you know, as always, you know, when I'm talking to you, I just keep it as real as I can. I don't know the Bible inside out. I I can't quote to you scriptures and tell you exactly where it is. I just, you know, I heard her say it, but it kind of blew by me. I was I was telling about something I wanted to make happen. And she reminded me that there's a scripture somewhere and somebody emailed it to me today, I'm sure. Well, the Bible reminds us not to be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious for something. And, you know, it it really mattered to me at that point yesterday that she brought this to my attention, because how many times I've been guilty of that in my past and I've learned better now. But every now and then I need to be reminded, you know, and um, I think what that what what she was saying to me was, you know, 
I've gotten to a point in my life, and, and we all should get to a point where, you know, you, you've heard old people say this. If you're going to pray about something, then don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Back to this. Be anxious for nothing. Don't, if you're going to trust in God, then do that. And trusting in him means sometimes you got to be patient. God has never been too late. You don't know the plan he has. You don't know. You don't really always know his will. You definitely don't know his route, his way of doing anything. So he's always on time. He's always been there on time for me. He's always been there on time for you. How many times have you thought it was over only to find out it's really just begun? How many times have people wrote you off? There are those of you who have lost jobs, but you are still maintaining. But man, God has already began the turnaround process for many of us. Some of us lost jobs and now have better jobs. Some of us lost jobs and now has forced us to rekindle that dream and that vision for a business we had. It's sometimes the mishap is the thing you need to make something good happen. See, a lot of times we get so comfortable in our life where we just um we get complacent. We, we just settle in and when this is it and this is what I'm doing. But in actuality, God has a tremendous amount of abundance for you. He has an amazing amount of things. He has all these boxes packaged up with your name on them that he's willing to ship. If you would just align yourself with some of his will so you could get some of these things. How many times have you thought it was over and it didn't really go over? How many times have you thought, have well, this is it and it wasn't it at all? Well, how many times have you thought, well, it don't look like this going to work out and it didn't work out, but then something better came along? How many times has that happened? You've, you've got to realize this, man. I was talking to a family who had got displaced from the Katrina uh, thing that happened down there in New Orleans. And man, I, uh, when they said, yeah, we got a displaced from Katrina and I braced myself because, oh, woe is me. Here comes this story. I got to hear this and I got to be encouraged and think of something. It was totally different. They totally, totally blew me away. Man, the brother said, man, it was actually the best thing that ever happened to my family. And I went, whoa. And he said, yeah, man. He said, because what happened was, he said, I got settled in. He said, plus, I was doing some things outside of my marriage down there. He said, I was doing some stuff in the streets I ain't need to be doing. He said, man, it all got washed away. We thought our life would never be the same. But he said, man, my life ain't need to be the same. He said, man, now we live up here in Texas. We got a house. Don't know nobody. He said, I ain't got nobody I know to get into trouble with. He said, man, I done rediscovered my wife, how beautiful she really is, how much my family really was counting on me. And he said, man, it straightened me up, man. He said, so I got to tell you, Steve, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, that's not always the case, but it's how you look at a situation. But just don't be anxious for anything because God got a fix for you if you just let him work. So just stay on course. Stay focused. Don't lose faith. Don't be anxious, man. Just just stay in the wheel. Let God work with you. He got some great stuff in store for you. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective, from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. One, two, one, two, three. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have to beg and plead for your sympathy, I don't mind, cause you mean that much to me. Ain't you proud to beg? Ladies and gentlemen, that's how I decided to do it this morning. As a matter of fact, let, let, let me say this to you. If you didn't like it, just to make you mad, here it is again. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go if I have to beg and plead for your sympathy I don't mind cause you mean that much to me ain't you proud to beg sweet darling please don't leave me girl ain't you proud to plead baby baby I sang all five of the parts yeah, yeah, you do. Come on. From David to I heard Melvin. a proud man, yes. half a man, with no sense of pride. Junior? Yes, sir. You don't know nothing. I, I, I can't. I wasn't yeah, there. That's the sad, feeling. Man. It would be no show to see if it wasn't The Temptations. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel about The Temps. Say something, Junior. Say something. I, I, I respect the tips. Really? You have no Call choice. <laughs> yeah, not on this show. Call <laughs> for real. Mississippi yeah. Monica. <laughs> Junior. Mm-hmm. Kill Spates. The legend that is nephew Tommy. Mm-hmm. I present to you the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, I thought you mm-hmm. were going to say the temptation. <laughs> I got excited. You can be what you want to be. You ain't got no responsibility. Boy, they had some hits. Yes, they Ooh. did, sir. Oh, Steve, you seem so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. Because it's, like, it's the feeling. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Dennis yeah. Edwards and David Ruffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's some hard singers. Whoa. <laughs> but boy, let me tell you something, though. If I had my preference, Dennis Edwards or David Ruffin. Mm-hmm. Which one? Me, I got to go with Dennis. You, you know what? I, I hear a lot of men say that. A lot of men no, say that. No, no. I got to go yeah. with Dennis. This was rough. He was hard. Yeah, the women always said David. No, yeah, I got to go with Dennis, man. The men said really? Dennis. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, Dennis. <laughs> Why Dennis I feel like... lead on Papa was a roller. Freedom, freedom Wednesday today. Freedom Wednesday. I just feel like that. Today. <laughs> you got me all riled up now. Yeah, you know, we, we used to do that, but you know, we had a couple of affiliates had a little problem. <laughs> all right. <laughs> a couple of program directors across the yeah. country. I ain't going to mention no names. They wasn't on no major stations, though, so I don't know why we even listened to their ass. All right, Junior, that's your music lesson yeah, for today, I, I, I okay? More to life than Jodeci. Well, we love us and shots from Moreau, Louisiana. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, it's the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? So uh, this right here is called Baby Wait. Baby Wait. W-E-I-G-H-T. Baby Wait. Baby Wait. Let's go. (laughs) Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please. Yeah, this is Trina. Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest, Ernest Murphy, down here at the bus barn with the, uh, from the school district. Your son is, is Devin, am I right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, he's in the is sixth it... grade, I think. I Wait, think is everything okay? Yeah, 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 everything is fine. I think he's on, he rides bus 90, bus 93. Does he ride bus 93? Are you familiar he, yeah. with the bus number? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does. Okay, so now the school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule uh, as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. That's what the new rule that is implemented by the school board. Wait, what did you Can you say that again? I feel like uh, you missed something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. I don't understand. I don't understand. Can, can, so what's okay, so what, is, what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're going to do is they're going to, the bus driver will have a scale, and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus, I, 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 I understand, man. But I, like I say, I'm calling, I'm calling every parent wait, that they. Uh, wait, what the? F- you they, say you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus? That's that's I, what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. If it, he's over one twenty five, then he wait, he'll either have to walk or school. you'll have to take him to school. Wait, you, no, wait, man, I have a job. Okay, I have a job. I'm not gonna take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what I, my tax dollars pay for. But what right. is, but, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this? Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From what they're saying uh, okay. is that the, the weight of these children is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. The transmission, the transmission cannot take all of that. So they are limiting the weight of each child. So now, how much does I think that's discrimination. 
think that's discrimination. But is, that, is your son to, over, is he over 125 pounds? He, okay, he is. Okay, he's a, he's then, yeah, that, that, then you gonna, you're probably going to have to take your son to school or he's going to have to walk. No, he, I, probably, he probably needs to walk to school if he already 125 pounds. That is so rude. What the absolute are you talking about? Like, uh, all, uh, ma'am, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if your son... <laughs> Is overweight, uh, 125. You know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board is not going to allow him on the bus. Sir, I I will not accept this. Is there, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most f-ed up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child. I understand, but we're talking about a child that weigh more than a grown person. You, your son Listen, is a heavy. I need to get. Is a, what is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name is Ernest. Down. My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball. I would like to speak with a supervisor, like now. Okay. You, you do not get to speak to my about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. I'm not, I don't work at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn. And they gave me your number. Evidently, they're right. Because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I, I am in absolute shock. This is so f- up to you. Like, okay. Know- so do you have a fat child? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry, do you have a big child? Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs, is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They can't be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? Like, what the f*** is the matter with you? I guess what they're doing is mm-hmm. this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. the kids yeah, walk to school. Whoever, whoever over 125, let them walk. They might walk it all. Your son might listen, need Listen, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, Okay. I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board and should not be working with you. We need another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the they need to call, but you need to give me a supervisor's name right now. Right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different so Devin don't have, uh, you know, maybe maybe it starts at home with what you feed him. Everybody you know, I am calling your supervisor, I'm calling the, the city, I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? F*** you. I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey morning show? Oh, my God. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Your, your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh my God, I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. God, I mean, I was like, oh my God, I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was about to have a heart attack. Thank God. You got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey. (laughs) I need some prank praise up in here this morning.
I need some prank praise up in here this morning. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I need some prank praise. Uh, everybody in the building should be on their feet. Prank praise right here, right now. On Won't Tommy feet? do it? Won't <laughs> Tommy prank them? Won't Tommy prank them? Get out your car, throw it in park, and stand on Whoa. your feet on the side of the road, and let's get a prank praise dance right here, right now. And be late for Woo. work. Over this yes. foolishness. <laughs> yes, why not? All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, there's no, there's a new documentary on HBO Max about the one and only queen of disco, the late great Donna Summer. The trailer for the Color Purple musical looks really good, and Janelle Monet is on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, she's on their top list. Yes, she is. And reportedly, she's happier. <laughs> That's how you do it. She's though. happier you when do. her breasts are out. Okay. I, and, <laughs> I am relate? and I am too. Me too, well. Janelle. Me too. <laughs> Who can relate? <laughs> That's all coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Here we go. Amira in Fargo says, I'm a 40-year-old single mother, and I'm so sick of my six-year-old daughter. She loud talks me everywhere we go, and she curses at me when she doesn't get her way. She repeats things her dad said about me, and it's hurtful. How do I stop this? Backhand. Wow. Six years old. Backhand. <laughs> backhand. Every time she talks back, backhand. Every time she cussed, backhand. Oh, it'll slow all that down. Mm -hmm. It will slow all of that down. Look, listen to me. Y'all raise your kids how you want to. But if you're going to let your kids raise you, then don't call me. Because I have nothing for you. But there ain't a child of mine running a damn thing in my house. You don't pay for nothing or nothing. You, you're not going to be disrespectful to me. You're just not going to do it. Because I'm, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you one thing, consequence. See, mm. what's happening to this little girl is ain't no consequence. Right. Mm, so she right. talking back. She cussing at you. She don't listen to you. No. Consequences. I'm, this is where every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We're going to go to school. We're going to learn a little bit of science here. We, we, we're going to give you a couple <laughs> theories that you can carry with you the rest of your life. Behind every action, there is an equal an opposite reaction. There are no Hello. free, nothing. So now, mm. cussing me again. Man, I would, look, most I'm of the people listening old? to this show right now, most of these people listening to this show are 100% agree with me. Cuss at your mom and see what happens. Dog, it's unthinkable. I wouldn't it, think of it. Thank you. It's, oh, it's unthinkable. Now, I've cussed under my breath. <laughs> But I've heard this from behind two closed doors and a wall. <laughs> what? What did what you did say you... in there? God, <laughs> though. Yeah. They God, always had God. eyes in the back of their head and ears, I can, strong I can ears. Stand you. I can stand you. Make yeah. Me sick. What did you say in there? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, and that began, you know, I, I, I first learned how to lie to you, you know. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so it started in the oh, home. Oh, <laughs> That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah, because it... Oh, you've been lying You make long. me sick. You make <laughs> me sick. What did you say in there? I said, I've learned my lesson quick. 
<laughs> so lying saved your life early on. Is what oh, many times. <laughs> Next one, Shirley. <laughs> Here we go. Anonymous in Tennessee says, I had a health scare for a few months ago, uh, a few months ago, and my wife put me on a strict diet. Now, she expects me to barbecue for her family on Saturday, and I can't eat the burgers, the steak, or the ribs. Do I have to cook for them or tell them to get someone else to do it? Well, dog, I don't. I can't get in your house. <clears throat> you know, I can't get in your house and tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I have a suggestion for you. Just go on and barbecue, dog. I mean, if you could do that, put you a slab to your barbecue. side. A slab for you. Why would you do that? Why would it? But he's on Wait, a strict what? diet, guys. Yeah, he can't eat that. Yeah. His health yeah. is in question here. Okay, well, don't eat the meat. Don't well, eat the meat. The sauce. The problem is just lick the sauce <laughs> off his finger. Somebody's finger. <laughs> yeah, he's got a barbecue. It's going to be kind of hard to barbecue the meat and not be able to eat the meat. Well, right. I mean, surely at one point in time, it has to be disciplined. If you have a health scare, yeah. which I've had recently, mm-hmm. you know, you have to make some necessary adjustments. Now, you, if you don't question. make the adjustments, bro, I don't know what to tell you. But that is the question else. right here. Should he get someone else to do it? If he doesn't have the discipline, yeah, then just go on and tell everybody, look, I'm weak. I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> if you can admit to yourself that you're weak and uh-huh. you can't cook without your fat ass eating it, then just go on and say that, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's why you got this health scare now, because your fat ass don't know how to tell yourself now. Mm. Nothing in here about his. So weight. can we eat one rib though? I mean, do you know one? any skinny people with health scare? Uh, yeah, there, yeah, there's there's skinny people there's with health. Yeah, yeah. But it's big boy, about big boy, his problem is that meat. He got gout. <laughs> yeah, I read all that in the letter. He got gout. That's inflammation. That's too much <laughs> damn <right>. red meat. <laughs> Get him some Elevate You, Steve. He How got gout. That? I got a problem. I got a partner of mine got gout. I mm-hmm. didn't even know they had that no more. Oh, I didn't. Really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even. Seriously, I didn't even know. I just thought that was old people had it. And uh-huh. then I realized, well, Still he is sixty, so yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, man, how you how you get that. And and it's a simple solution for it. It's what wow. you put in your mouth. You gotta stop. Mm-hmm. You can't. Oh. Well, all right. Um, man, I ain't these pork chops, man. My ankle just ache. What? <laughs> Wait a minute, dog. What? <laughs> Every time I eat pork chops, my ankle just ache. We're moving on to Kathy in Tupelo, who says, I was dating a guy for eight months, and he said, I'm trifling, and he ghosted me, all because I lost my bedroom set last week. Um, I I couldn't make the payment, so the company picked it up. Instead of helping me, he split. Is a bedroom set that important? (laughs) Well, ain't that where y'all was in bed at? You know, you you don't think that's important? I think it's important, but I think something else is more important, though. (laughs) If your man can't help you, if you're sleeping with a man that won't help you make a payment, hmm. uh, what 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 what's the return value here? Now right. he ghosted right. you because you trifling. Now let me ask you a question though: Was he aware that you had trouble making your payments, and did you make it aware? Because a lot of women, I'm gonna just say this to you: You make a mistake. I understand wanting to be independent and most women are independent because they've been forced to be that way over a course mm-hmm. of time and I applaud you for that I have no problem with that right there but 
at some point in time, you have to put a man to the test. Stop trying to handle it all yourself. A relationship is to form a partnership. So you want to try to find you somebody that you can share your troubles with and they have a reaction to it. Because if a man is in love with you, we, we are fixers by nature. If you say, I, I got a problem, I'm, I'm finna lose my bedroom set because I'm not going to make these payments. He said, hold on, wait, 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 wait. How, how much you need? Right. That's how it should be. Right. That's exactly how it should mm -hmm. be. And it's mm -hmm. not about I don't want nobody to think I'm in it for the money. It has nothing to do with that. You're in it. A relationship should be a mm -hmm. partnership. And if a guy's well, not willing to help you, that's, that's not a really good partnership. Yeah. He called her trifling and uh, left. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> he's not the one. Probably he's not, not the one, one. Kathy and Tupelo. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Um. All right, Steve. Coming up uh, next. Thank you. Coming up next, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, so before we get to entertainment news, I want to invite the ladies of the Steve Harvey Nation to join Carla and me today for our Seagram's Escapes Happy Hour. It's going down at 4 p.m. Eastern on Steve Harvey FM Facebook Live, okay? Facebook Live. We're going to kick off Memorial Day weekend a little early with a special happy hour, and we want all of the ladies to join us, please. And you can bring a girlfriend, bring a friend with you. See you all today, <laughs> 4 p.m. Yes, we want to make it lit, okay? 4 p.m. today, uh, Eastern, at Steve Harvey FM Facebook Live. It's our happy hour. It's brought to you by Seagram's Escapes, all right? We will be there. Yes. We want to see you there. Yes, it's going to be 4 fun. 4 p.m. Eastern, Facebook Live, and that's Steve Harvey FM Facebook Live. So make sure you're there with us. We're going to shout you out. We're going to play Would You Rather. 
Have you decided what you're going to wear, Shirley, and all of that? All of that. It's going to be some bling, I think, though. All right. We're going to make I already know what you're going to wear. I already know it's going to be shiny. What is she going to wear, Steve? like the 4th of July, like a flag. Yes. There you go. Red, white, you know, over there. She's going to come out there and look like a lit Roman candle. Yes. It's a yes. party. It's a party. Yes. It's a party. Yeah. All right. Oh. Now moving on. <laughs> we'll see you there today, ladies. Now moving on to today's entertainment news. This is for our more mature listeners. We know Donna Summer is considered the queen of, queen of dis- disco, right? So that's thanks to all of her chart-topping hits during the 70s. Um, well, we get to relive the disco era in her documentary that's streaming right now on HBO Max. It's Love to Love You, Donna Summer, and it pulls back the glamorous mask that Donna Summer hid behind throughout her fame to reveal her most intimate moments. The film contains home movies and archival footage from Summer's life in order to tell her captivating stories. So, Steve, I got to ask you, were you a fan of Donna Summer? Bad yeah, girls yeah, yeah, and all yeah, of yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Just go. Love to love you, baby. Yeah. Love to love you, baby. Uh-huh. Sexy. Can't sing right. that hard. Ooh, <laughs> no, you can't sing that sexy. You, Smooth and sexy. You know, uh-huh. uh, I used to go to this club in Cleveland called the Wild Cherry. It was out in the neighborhood. <laughs> what I lived. Wow. <laughs> it was the Wild okay. Cherry. It was a it, white mm-hmm. club. Oh, okay. Because it, it was out there where I lived. Because disco was in it. No. It was this one black dude mm-hmm. that was there that he danced with two white girls all the time. Uh-huh. Like any two white girls. He was a disco-ass dude. <laughs> and I used to go out there, man, because the music, you know, the Bee Gees and all that was pop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and you wore, I, I, I wore my little uh-huh. white suit uh-huh. with the red shirt with the dog ear collar on it on the outside. <laughs> You know, my platform. Talk about my outfits. <laughs> but I would sit there, man, and wait on black girls to come into the club, which was really uh-huh. rare. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. So I'd be sitting there nursing that one drink. And I didn't yeah. drink, so I'd be nursing that Coke all night, mm-hmm. waiting on a black girl to come in. And then a black girl would come in, and I'd swoop, sit over there. we laugh for a little while, and I'd get on up and go home. It ain't never work out for me in that club. I hated the wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that little you pretty ass, off like you yeah. loved it. Nah, you no, you know, you, you know, and then that little pretty dream. ass light skinned boy out there danced with all the white girls. <laughs> I started hating him too. <laughs> and I spoke to him one time. I said, "Hey, bro, what's going on?" Hi. Oh, yeah. one of those guys. One of those guys. I had never heard a black dude say hi. Hi. That's why you say that. I've heard you say that a few times. Yeah. What? Okay. That's why you say that. That's why I say what? Mm-hmm. You've never heard a black guy say hi. No, I just, I didn't know what it, what, what do you mean hi? Because <laughs> I walked to him, I said, hey, blood, what's happening, man? Hi. <laughs> oh, oh okay. it threw you. <laughs> oh, you wanted them kind. Oh, I, anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Steve. Let's move on to this Janelle Monae story. Janelle Monae is gracing the latest cover of Rolling Stone magazine, and she's topless, of course. She's been topless lately. Uh, she's covering her boobies with her hands, and in the cover article, Monae said she's much happier with her boobs out, and uh, she <laughs> she can run around freely. As you know, Janelle Monae recently uh, swapped the black and white suit she normally wears for more body-bearing ensembles. In the article, she explained, even when I was really wearing only suits, I was either in a suit or you would find me 
at my own parties naked. Uh-oh. I love it. Uh, it oh, was really? no in-between. Okay. Either I was wearing a suit or I was naked at my parties, okay? I've so- got to get to one of these parties. I've got to. <laughs> Janelle Monet party seemed like yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They lit. Do we do we need to invite her today, Carla? <laughs> yes, come on, Janelle. Yes, come through, Janelle. <laughs> All right, so we got to say congratulations to Janelle Monet for the cover. Uh, this is a great way for her to promote her upcoming album, The Age of Pleasure, which will be released June 9th. So get ready for that, okay? And all the videos and all of that. I didn't know that. She was either Keep it in, naked. A, in a suit or naked. Keep I didn't it know that. Naked. Mm. I would like to do that too, just be free. Call it. Call it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Next I just story. I'll do it right now. Right now. Oh, on Zoom. Three. Come on. On Zoom. Right now. Call Come on, everybody. Call right now. What? Need to, Don't you know, say nothing crazy. I'm just saying you need to watch your statement. Cause <laughs> I said I just want to be free. I'm not that, going gonna, to do it. I just I said say, I'm well, if you get free, this whole Zoomer, this a whole oh, be a whole. See, I really? Don't say nothing crazy. No, I just said this would be a whole nother Zoom now. But okay. you told a crazy you right man now. that. Uh-huh. I'm just forewarning you. Don't get caught up in this little Jam, uh, Janelle Monet story. I'm about her movement. How can you not? Yeah, just two of y'all on here don't need to do that. I hate you. I hate you. Monica, so he's talking much. about you. Okay. Uh, coming up. Monica is church mouse quiet. <laughs> right. Come on, Monica. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. Uh oh. I've been waiting for this. Junior has a poem. What? Yes. Oh. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. You know, I always give it over to uh, Steve to introduce you, Junior. Yeah. It's time. Mm-hmm. Steve, please. Mm-hmm. Ladies and oh. gentlemen, without further ado. Mm. Yes, Lord. It is a time that most people, excluding myself, have come to look forward to. Excluding <laughs> yourself. Because I know better. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for J Rap. J Rap. Come on. J R A P. Juniors. Raggedy ass poems. Boy, boy, let me tell you something. Oh, boy, that's the intro right there. I embrace that. You know, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up, you know, and, uh, you know, I got a new house, so this will be like one of my first holidays in this house. Uh, it, this is, this is something I have to think about because I can't really do much because there ain't much in here, but, uh, <laughs> I need a lot for Memorial Day. It's the name of the poem, because I need a lie for Memorial Day. And here's why. Yeah, here it is. I need an outdoor kitchen at my new house, because I really want to barbecue and impress my spouse. Well, all my neighbors will be barbecuing for real, but I can't put ribs and chicken on this damn George Foreman grill. (laughs) Her family is coming, and they won't barbecue. Now, what the hell am I supposed to do? I got out of the house and even bought some blinds. I'm getting things together, but I need some more time. I need an excuse for this weekend. A real good lie. Because I probably won't be able to barbecue till about the 4th of July. So maybe we can do something different and have a fish fry. Because can y'all help me come up with a real good lie? The end. That's what I need. <laughs> yes. I need that. One of yeah, your best it. damn poems ever. I can't even yeah. lie. Really? I need a lie, damn it. I need One a lie now. One of your best damn poems You need a poems grill. Ever. That's what you need. How much is they costing? Uh, <laughs> what kind you want? Yeah. Well, you, you. Uh, 
a one that that I ain't well I, I don't know I ain't I ain't never had a house. We need before. to see what? your patio. That's what we need to see. <laughs> Boy, if you see how close we gonna be on this damn patio. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't gonna believe how small this square is. We gonna be damn near kissing on this damn patio. <laughs> I need okay. I need some help. I need a concrete slab out here. I need the whole thing built. Uh, can you design mine like you designed yours? Huh? Hell wow. yeah. That's nice. I think you yeah. can do that. Now, can you pay for that one? Because I know that one is not in my budget. Right, because mm, concrete no, just is telling you, it's, it's going if he designed it, you you, you looking at something now. You're gonna be in you're gonna be in junior debt. Four grand. No, no, I get Junior. that for you, right? I get that for you right now. But, but the one he gonna build, uh-uh. Junior? How much uh-huh. is your budget for this outdoor stuff? He just told you, you four grand. About, about we can, can we can't get nothing about four grand. What that look like? You get a lot for four grand. Yeah, yeah. Steve's okay. been at every level. He tells us that. So all you can have two pits. Okay. So gas here and a smoker. That's it. That's what I need. Gas and a smoker. All right. No. Uh, coming up next, Roscoe <gasps> is here. <laughs> Probably need to go to home. Early, <laughs> early this week, Roscoe's here. He wants to run down his Memorial Day playlist for us. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, as promised, he is here. He is ready. <laughs> Carla, your boy Roscoe is right here. Really, really, really able. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, you know, you know what they always say. You ain't got to get ready to stay ready. <laughs> That's it, Roscoe. <laughs> That's it, my man. I'm right here. What's going on, Tommy? What's going on, Roscoe? Everything, everything, Junior. Well, Roscoe, my hero, boy. Yeah, we're going to miss him. She don't do nothing but wave. Always eating That's all something. That's you do. Right Always eating and waving. That's all you do. What's going on, Shirley? Hey, Roscoe. What's up, Happy baby? Happy early holiday. Carly. Carly, what happened? What's up, my friend, Roscoe? We friends what, what, what now. What you got going on there? Yeah, you know, I remember you used to hate on me, but you found out I was everything. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but okay, oh, let's well, go. Do. You do? Okay. You know, all right. All right. Go let's ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Memorial, Memorial Day weekend coming up, Roscoe. Let's Memorial get this, Day. Let's get this playlist together. Memorial Day. What Start me off. Now, how you want to do it? How you want to do it? I'll uh, do it any way you want to do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, I'm going to give you an artist, and you want to pick your favorite song from that artist? Well, you know, you know, it may not be my favorite. Sometimes I just want to do something that's appropriate. Okay, do uh-huh. Stevie. Do a little Stevie. We need Stevie at the barbecue. Stevie, Stevie at the barbecue. Oh, uh, let's see what the Stevie at the barbecue. Hey, looking back on when I was a little nappy-headed boy. Yeah, Rosso. <laughs> then my only worry was for Christmas what would be my toy. Yeah. Even though we sometimes when I get a thing. Yeah. We was happy with the joy the day with brain. Smoking cigarettes and writing something nasty on the wall. Nasty boy. He just sends you to the principal's office just down the hall. Whatever, uh, uh, whatever, uh, don't right there. As I wish. I, I wish. See that's one it. right there. It's more. This more day uh, playlist. Roscoe yeah. version. Roscoe two point oh. Roscoe Wallace. Here we go. All right, give me a little gap band, but I want to slow it down with yearning. 
You can't keep running you can't. in and out of my life. Because don't you know that I like having you around in my life. Come on, boy. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. He is into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 My heart yes. 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 is yearning for your love. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. My heart, oh, baby, yearning for your That's yeah, Roscoe. <laughs> All right, Roscoe. Set the move. We outside. We in the backyard. Also, we playing dominoes. We playing Domino. spades. Spades. Little maze. Put little maze on maze. the subject. Oh. What you Put got? Put little maze on the grill. On yeah. the grill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tommy on Featuring the grill. Frankie Come Beverly. on. Joy. <laughs> and pain. Yeah. yeah Come on, Roscoe. Now, the sunshine. This barbecue. Hey, and shit. rain. Do it uh-huh. for yourself. Joy. Come on. And pain. I like sunshine. Come on. And rain. Give it to me. Yeah, that's it right there. That's amazing right there. William Devon, be thankful. Memorial. Though you may not have a great big Cadillac, diamond in the back, sunroof top, digging in the scene with a gangster lead, gangster white wall. Yeah. Oh, boy. Whoa, TV, antenna in the back. <laughs> you may not have. All right, sing us out, Roscoe. Frank Phone Call up next. <laughs> this Remember. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, hey, you can still stand tall. Just be thankful. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, it's amazing how nice he can be. Hmm, we'll get into that. Find out what that's all about. Uh, in just a few, because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You know, Shirley, there comes a time where, you know, people need things. When you go yeah. through some health issues, you know, there's some times where you, you need a favor. You need mm-hmm. some love from someone, from another human being. This right here is titled, Can I Have Your Kidney? Can I Have your kidney because i need one i need one you know what i'm saying there's a lot of loved ones that will give you a kidney okay so we go um we're gonna ask somebody can i have your kidney cat dog if you would can i have your kidney let's go cat dog hello uh hello i'm trying to reach uh brother conley this is conley Uh, how you doing bro this is deacon patterson calling from the church how you doing today uh, Deacon Patterson? Yeah. Just doing fine. And yourself, sir? I'm doing good. Doing good. You know, the church is behind you on what you're going through. And we, we praying for you, man. We know all about the, you know, you going uh, into surgery on Friday to get your to get your pancreas removed. So I wanted to give you a call, man, have a word of prayer, and let you know that we all are, are pulling for you. And we know that 
that the man upstairs is going to pull you through this success. Well, God bless and keep you, uh, there, Deacon. God bless and keep you, because I tell you, I'm going through something here. Me and my wife, we've been talking about it, and uh, we've been praying on it, and it sure is a wonderful thing to, to know that your church is with you, and, and y'all thinking about me in prayer. I, I've, I've really had to take this, this to the Lord. I, this is a serious thing with me, and uh, I ain't never had an operation before in my life, and right, I know right. I need it. My wife have made it clear, the doctor have made it clear, and I believe I'm ready to go forward, Deacon. Was that Deacon Patterson? Yes, yes that's right, Deacon uh-huh. Patterson. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been I've been in church probably about, about, uh, probably about eight months now. You've pretty much been out most of the time. Yes, sir. I have been out of you. Yes, yeah. I have. So I, 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 I've seen you a couple of times, but I wanted to call and, 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 and put a word in for you and let him, you know, let you know that we're all praying for you at the church. Praise the Lord. Can't Praise wait for you to Lord. get back, and, and we know after Friday it's going to definitely be a great success. Yes, sir. And we're going to give the victory to who the victory, the victory must deserve. Yes, sir. He's, he's uh, the victory. Let me have a word of prayer with you, Brother Conley, if you don't mind. Uh, just bow your head for me. Father God, we ask right now. We yes. ask right now that you touch Brother Conley as he goes in on Friday. Please, Lord. Put your hands on him. We ask, Father, that you hold on to the doctor that's getting ready to go and put surgery on him. Yes. We ask that you make sure that the doctor has got a, a strong eye hmm. on that morning. Walk with him. We ask that, that, that he got a steady hand when he got the scalpel in his hand. We ask that you hold on to him, please, as yes. he goes into a surgery, because we know come Saturday morning, <laughs> the victory going to belong to Brother Conley and the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We know all of this, but we, we, we ask that you take that pancreas and you remove it out successfully. Please. Close him back up like it was never been entered in before. Walk with me, Jesus. That's what we ask, and we ask you, Lord, at the same time yes. that they're removing this pancreas, Lord. We ask that you reach around his backside, and we ask that you touch his kidney, Lord. Touch his kidney and make it whole. Make it 110%. We want you to make that, that kidney like it's been the best kidney Excuse ever me, Deacon. Deacon. That's Deacon. Deacon Woo, Pat, Deacon Patterson. Yes. Yes, uh, yes sir. I ain't, they, no, sir. There, there's nothing wrong with my kidney, Deacon. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. The Lord has Lord been made it. Well, he's going to work on my pancreas. That's what the doctor's operating on. They done oh, prepped oh. me for it, and that's what they plan to remove. So uh, really? they, my kidney is fine. They did what they called one of them MRIs, and everything else is fine. They ain't working on nothing but my pancreas, sir. Right, right, right. Well, well let, 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 let me say, I'm glad you brought that up. This, this, this wasn't the reason why I called you. Uh, what I want to ask you, and I know, we, we, you know we've never met. What I was going to ask you was, yeah. It, 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 and I know this is, I hate to come at you in the final hour when you're getting ready to go have surgery and all that, but if you don't mind, if, when they go in on Friday morning and and remove that pancreas out, do do you think th- that they could go in and, and get one of your kidneys? Because I need one. Hold, hold on just a minute, Deacon. I, what did you say? What did you say? See, 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 what else? See, I've been going through myself with a, a little ailment, and, and, and I'm wondering if, if, if I need a kidney, and I'm wondering if you can give me one of yours when they go in to get your pancreas. They're going to already have you open. Did you say you wanted them to take one of my kidneys? Yeah, and give it to me because I need one. You need a kidney? Yeah. But what, 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 I mean, you're already going to be laying there open. Wait a minute, mister. You need a kidney? I need help with my pancreas. You going to call me with some <laughs> like that, man? This ain't no work of the Lord. Now, you said you, are you a deacon? Yeah, yes, uh, yes, uh, uh, like I said, Deacon Patterson, my name. But see, what I'm asking you is, uh, what, no, what you harm is? No, you ain't asking me, man. 
Brother Conley, what harm is it if you already open and land on the table? Oh, you ain't heard a thing I said, have you? I said, I'll be man, you crazy as hell. Now, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to need to call the pastor. Because, see, it's a going on here. You say you knew, you man a knew, mister. Matter of fact, you too knew to know who you're talking to. What, what, what I'm saying is, you have two, two like you said, you say they did the MRI. And you're I don't to- give a what I said they did, man. I got two kidneys, you got two. One of yours is bad, that's your problem, mister. Let me tell you something. I'm trying to get well, and you calling with this you say you a new deacon. You show ears, and you won't be at that church long. I tell you that, because if I ever get close to your sister, we got some reckoning to do. What is it going to hurt for you to give me one of them kidneys if both them, if both them kidneys is good? It ain't going to hurt them because you ain't getting my kidney, man. It ain't going to hurt what, what is wrong with you? Say, man, all I'm saying is if you're going to be open and laying on the table, what is it going to hurt for I you to know. give me one? Oh, now you're going to tell me I'm open and laying on the table. What kind of a prayer are you in charge of, mister? Let me tell you something. Obviously, I need to meet you before I get to the hospital. And maybe I can help take out that bad kidney of yours. I can tell you that. We it out. You won't feel a thing. How about that? There's too many games going on in the church today. I'll be you going to call and talk me out of one of my kidneys, man. I'm trying to live just like you trying to. Let the Lord take care of me because what you talking about ain't got a thing to do with Jesus. You can kiss my and get off my phone. That's what you can do. Can I say one more thing to you? What? Is you listening to me? Man, I done listened to you, and you ain't talking about nothing. That's got nothing to do with what's going on with me, mister. You running a game? If I could get to you, I'd put land in your But can I just say one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Is you listening? For what? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter. Oh, Lord have mercy. That girl... Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> you all right? Please forgive me. Lord have mercy. I, whoo, y'all, I'm going to have to, Lord have mercy. My heart is palpating here. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> Brother Conley, I got to ask you one more thing, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I think I did that right there. I think I did that right there. I think you went too far right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I did As that right always. there. I did that. Okay. Do, do anybody need a kidney? I mean, I mean, you lay in there and they, and, and they got you open. And you got two of them. You, 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 you don't have the decency to at least let me have one? Because I need one. Let me, just let me have a kidney. Oh, so you're a two gonna... for one operation? Yeah. Well, I'm praying for that. But while you open, is it okay if you just loan me? Let, let me have one of these kidneys. I mean, oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, but he cut that off. Right? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you say your name is? Deacon Patterson. Ain't nothing wrong with my kidney. Right. Get your prayer correct. <laughs> In that great getting up morning, fare thee well, fare thee well. That is it. That's the prank of the day. Okay. I'll be back tomorrow. All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is a strawberry letter subject. It's amazing how nice he can be. We'll find out what that's all about. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? 
Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, or more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, it's amazing how nice he can be. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for 22 years and together for 27 years total. He settled into his ways and since our children are all grown and gone from the house, he's gotten good at ignoring me. He grunts when I talk to him just to acknowledge that he heard me. My father said a man gets tired of us yapping all the time, so I give him plenty of space. I love to have people over because he's really nice when other people are around, but then he goes right back to ignoring me. There is one person that he really perks up for, and he's on his best behavior if she's around. It's my younger sister. My sister is almost 20 years younger than I am, and she married her high school sweetheart at a young age, and they moved to Hawaii after he joined the Army. Unfortunately, her husband died of COVID, so she moved back to Philly to be near her family. I knew back in the day that my husband had a crush on her because all the guys did. She's always had long hair and a teeny tiny waistline with hips. And um, after two children, she still has a nice body. My mother and I get so tickled when my husband is around my sister. He darn near sniffs the air when she walks by. It's amazing how nice he can be to her. And I'm... Just glad to know that something or somebody can revive him every once in a while. My oldest sister is the hater of the family, and she's the one that always keeps up mess. She told me that I need to keep an eye on our little sister and my husband. There's no way she's attracted to him because I haven't been attracted to him in years. Should I be worried about them, or should I let this old man enjoy his crush on my darling baby sister? Is it an innocent crush? It is an innocent crush, right? Well, I mean, I know you trust your darling little sister. And yes, of course, it could be innocent. But then, yes, still keep your eyes on them. I mean, just because you're no longer attracted to your husband 
And how could you be with the way he treats you? That doesn't mean other women won't be attracted to him. And it's no secret to you and your family that he's feeling your sister. We hear about these types of stories every day in the strawberry letter. But um, it doesn't mean that that's happening at your house. Just be aware. The problem is, though, what is wrong with your husband? Why is he acting this way? You said your dad said men get tired of, of us yapping all the time. Well, whatever with that. I mean, you know, you said you give him plenty of space. So that's not it. Your husband just sounds like a set in his ways, grumpy, grouchy old man. And have you tried talking to him about this? Have you guys had any kind of conversations? Well, he doesn't listen to anything you say anyway, you said. Uh, it doesn't sound like he would listen to you. But I, I just say as long as his, is your sister pays him no attention and doesn't engage him, and it doesn't sound like she is, don't get mad at her. Doesn't sound like you're mad at her. Uh, your, your, your crazy husband is the problem. He's the problem. And you shouldn't have to put up with this after 27 years. Steve? Shirley, you just told the girl. You just told the lady to keep an eye on her. Yeah, yeah. Then you just told them it ain't nothing. Now, uh -huh. what you want to do now? You want to keep an eye on them or it ain't nothing? Steve, we get letters like this all the time. Keep an eye. She could trust her sisters. Like I said, as long as her sister doesn't engage or pays him no attention, it's cool. But, yeah, she could still keep an eye. What's wrong with keeping an eye? What did I say wrong? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm so glad I'm here on the second <laughs> half of these letters. <laughs> Fellas, again, I want to apologize to all the men listening out here again because, once again, Shirley has decided don't do Take that. Take uh -uh. a card for another family. <laughs> Don't do now that. Now we going to the <laughs> other side of the family now. <laughs> Normally it's just let's get rid of the husband and the wife. Why now, did she put it in there if it wasn't Now she going to break up the sister. No way. Let me try to salvage <laughs> this situation. Whatever. That's the reason why you have two responses to the strawberry letter. Because you got to have different perspectives. That's now you right. as the listener or writer of the letter, you get to decide which one you want to go with. That is, people have been together 22 years, 27 total. He's settling his ways and all the children grown and gone out the house. He's gotten good at ignoring me. He grunts when I talk to him just to acknowledge that he heard me. My father said a man gets tired of us yapping all the time. Shirley said, well, whatever. That was her exact quote after that. But no, you can't yell and you you can't oh yell whatever your way out of this. The father said a man gets tired of us yapping all the time. And Shirley made another statement that we get letters like this all the time. Just yesterday, as I recall, here's a woman that's upset with her husband because she want a picture of himself all the time. And now he go in there to take a shower and he locked the door so she can't come in there and sit and talk to him. That's yapping all the damn time. The man just won't take a shower. Now, here we go now. You want to talk to your man all the time? You talk to your damn man. That's why he grunting. So he don't want to have to have a verbal exchange with you. It's sad, but all this letter really is, can I just be honest with y'all? Both of these people in this letter have grown tired of one another. Both of them. And the only highlight of his day, the only ray of sunshine in his life, 
The only beacon of light is when her little fine-ass baby sister come over there. Yeah, when we come back, I'll finish up this letter. Part two of today's Strawberry Letter is coming up. We'll hear from Steve again at 23 minutes after the hour. We'll get back into it right after this. Big lips, you do. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, lips. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. All right, the boy, subject- guy, here I come. <laughs> uh, today's subject is it's amazing how nice he can be. You know, this woman been with this man all these years, 27 years total. And the kids is out the house, and he's started ignoring her. He only grunts when she speaks to him. She's getting tired of that. Now, you went to your father, and your father said that a man get tired of us yapping all the time. Shirley, to that exact line, said, oh, well, whatever. Well, see, that's what's wrong. It ain't no, oh, well, whatever. He talks too much. He and got tired of her, but she is also tired of him. These are two people that have grown apart. The kids is out the house. That was their purpose. They had a purpose for staying together. That's diminished. That's gone. So now they just right back to that. And I love to have other people over because he's really nice when other people are around. Because he cool with them. But then he goes right back to ignoring me. There is one person. Here we go. That really perks him up, and that is my younger sister. My sister's almost 20 years younger than I am. She married a high school sweetheart uh, at a young age, and they moved to Hawaii when he joined the Army. And unfortunately, her husband died of COVID. So she moved back to Philly to be near family. I knew back in the day that my husband had a crush on her because all the guys did. Oh, here we go now. She's always had long hair and a teeny, tiny waistline with hips and after two children. She still got a nice body. My mother and I get so tickled. Here we go. Here go the line part right here. My mother and I get so tickled when my husband is around my sister. He damn near sniffs the air when she walk by. All right, now. We are sniffing now. It's amazing how nice he can be to her, and I'm just glad to know that something or somebody can revive him every once in a while. Billy, are you really happy about this? Are you and your mother really tickled every time your sister come by? Or are you aching from jealousy like I think you are? And do you have a reason to be jealous? Well, rightfully so. If your husband gets excited about the presence of another woman and it ain't you, of course you're going to be jealous. That's a natural thing to do. And you should be. My oldest sister is the hater in the family, and she's the one that always keeps up mess. She told me I need to keep an eye on our little sister and my husband. Oh, okay. So now, the young girl is a killer, and your oldest sister is a hater. What? The the, the, the the young sister's a killer. You know, killer body, killer hair, killer waistline. She banging. She, all guys have been attracted to her. And then your older sister just a hater. There is no way. Here's the letter in the whole letter, Shirley, that you did not want to help me with. There's no way she's attracted to him. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. There is no way she is attracted to him because I haven't been attracted to him in years. There's the letter right there. These two people tired of each other. He ignoring you. Yeah, you ain't even attracted to the man, and you ain't been attracted to him in years. 
So how do you think she's been behaving to this man who she's not attracted to? If you stop liking your husband, you can love a person and not like him. But you said you have not been attracted to him in years. And he know it. So now all this talking you're doing, what, is, what am I listening for? You ain't attracted to me. You ain't doing nothing with me. Now here come your little sister. Woo! She her fine. Fault. Oh, here, I didn't say it was her fault. I'm just you telling sound. you that it's two people. No, Shirley. What it sounded like was you was trying to break up a family. <laughs> no, you were so you wrong on that. that. It's just two uh, to break up, but I was just trying to help two them. people who are sick of each other. Yes, but yes, you done dumped right. it all on the man, talking about you need to keep an eye on your little sister. You need to keep an eye on him. But she said there's no way they attracted to him because she ain't been attracted to him. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that she can't be attracted. Other people can't be attracted to him just because she's not attracted to him. That doesn't mean that. And I said that in my in my response. Anyway, <laughs> should I be worried about them or should I let this old man enjoy his crush on my darling babysitter? You ain't got to let him do it. He doing it anyway. He already doing it. You and your mama say you're already tickled about it. And I don't think you are. I think you're jealous. But then you're not attracted to him. And you haven't been in years. So what do you want me to say? Should I let him have his crush? How are you going to stop it? If you ain't attracted to him, could it be he ain't attracted to you no more? Well, that's to me like obvious. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying it in my letter. Like and you didn't. No, she treats him like crap. Because he she treats her like attracted. crap. That's because they're both tired of each other. Right. Shit. You're right. You know what, young lady? <laughs> if you're going to start changing your answer after uh-uh, you get no, out, my answer stays this the is same. not rebuttal uh-uh. services. No, you didn't you hear cannot my answer, jump obviously. on my you missed side. I want leave to apologize your comments. to the listening audience. Well, you brought me into it. Radio. You brought me into it, Mr. Big Lips. Leave your comments you on today's oh, Strawberry Letter on Instagram. Oh, Yes, yes, yes. And check us out. Uh, Check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand on the free iHeartRadio app. (laughs) Coming up next, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. Whatever, Steve. Whatever. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? All right, well, you know, hey, man, Carmelo Anthony hanging it up. He's retiring after what? 19 seasons. <laughs> Wait, what? Could you sound any more fake, Steve? Could you sound Carmelo any more fake? retired. Like, yeah. really care. Yeah. <laughs> well, he played 19 seasons. I guess he threw. LeBron well, played 19 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron had so 40 fake. last night. <laughs> night four last. Night four last. Yeah, he had 40. Uh, you know, uh, but he, he was a 10-time All-Star Olympic gold medalist man, story career. Uh, you know, and LeBron saying what that now. What team is he on right now? Nobody. Nobody. He ain't on team on. So he been right. He been not well, playing. Well, well, he officially just retired. I mean, he we could say he ain't played since he played with the Lakers, but he he out. You know, he just, hey, I'm just so going to So what is the up. announcement for then? I don't the announcement is he know that he's not coming back no more. Right. He's not okay. a free agent. Oh, he just made the announcement. He's not available. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the teams made the announcement. <laughs> 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 
Stop Did acting Carmelo like you care. just now believing it? <laughs> <laughs> he just got the memo. <laughs> yeah. So, but then, you know, LeBron saying the same thing. He said, a lot, lot to think about after losing to Denver. He said he might retire. He said he's thinking about it. He got a lot more. I he thought said, he was going to play with his playing. son. No. Well, you know. I mean, dog, he done had a hell Ronnie of a run. about to go to college. He got I would go out on top. Yeah. I mean, he had a great, great, a great career, man. 20 seasons, you know, full-time NBA champion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great career. Yeah, you know, he's probably going to be an owner of a team after he retire, yeah. you know. And Car- Carmelo and LeBron, they have a close relationship because, you know, LeBron saved him from drowning. Did you know that? When they were on vacation on a banana boat. Oh, Did y'all know he don't know how to For real? For real, for real. LeBron, I mean, uh, Carmelo fell in the ocean and a current pulled him. And LeBron. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, wait, that's what he need to I do out of retirement is take some swimming lessons. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he need to they take have some a bond. <laughs> I bet he got a big banana boat. Yeah. Have you ever been on one, Steve? banana Hell boat. no. Oh, yeah. I have, yeah. <laughs> nah. We was on one in, in uh, what was uh-huh. we in Jamaica. 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 Why would y'all do no, that? No, 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 no. Y'all was on the banana boat. Yeah, yeah. why didn't you go? <laughs> yeah, Me, LeBron Shirley, jumped off the Megan. banana boat. To- uh-huh. I'm not climbing on nothing. Nobody dragging <laughs> my ass behind no damn motorboat. <laughs> I'm on the banana. My black ass yeah. hanging on the banana. It was scary. Uh, they was white, scary. Folks, <laughs> white folks up front driving. And my black ass back here on the boat. <laughs> they jumping up the down. <laughs> Congratulations. How brother. deep is your pool, Uncle Steve? Two feet? What pool? That's your house. All right, look, we got to go. Coming up at the top of the hour, two different women, know. Steve, need advice on how to manage uh, being cheaters. Okay. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, here we go. Vivian in Greenville, South Carolina says, my husband is retired and he's home most days. I've been, at a, uh, I've been a stay-at-home mom for years, and recently I had a fling with the UPS driver that normally delivers to our area. He had an accident, and I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks, but the other day he texted me out of the blue, and my husband read the text. 
The UPS guy said he's back at work and ready to resume our normal delivery schedule. I told my yeah. husband. <laughs> when do you want your package dropped? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a bone. When that husband read that text, when that husband read that text, it didn't sound like that, did it? When he said it. <laughs> No, not at all. Regular delivery schedule. What, 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 what the hell? What the hell? UPS man doing? Don't know. Right. That, exactly. All he got. All he got to do is set this stuff on the porch. Keep on going. What? 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 Whatever he with your number for? Why you talk like that? No schedule. <laughs> all of his characters do. Yeah. Oh, that's how surprise husbands sound. That's oh, a different okay. voice, Shirley. Shirley, that's a different voice. Oh, uh, is it? Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. You need to pay close attention. <laughs> They've you know, been you might have to know your past. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, ever since Grasshopper instead of him decided to say the obvious that I got big lips. He was saying that. You sitting over there looking like Jimmy That's because like you, you said, said something about my lips first. You don't remember I that? I didn't say nothing about your lips. I've been talking about your eyes. Sitting well, over you there always talk about my pain. eyes. You always talk about my eyes. <laughs> All right, so what What should she do? Just You said I go to get you. a burner phone. Go get yourself a burner uh-huh. phone and te- text this man and tell him he got to stop texting because now you're hooking. Yeah. She what might have to start just messing pump- with him. FedEx guy, now you know you got to move oh, around. Oh, Amazon gotta, man. Oh, Amazon. Yeah, you, you might want to move around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, UPS no, them Amazon. The block is no, hot. them yeah. Amazon delivery people coming too many age groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. That's true too. See, she might catch a case. <laughs> All right, see, see if you can help Mrs. D in Columbus, Georgia. Mrs. D writes, "I'm married and I have a 28 year old lover to keep me satisfied because my man falls short." After us being together for three years, he said he and his girl are getting married. I told him that's fine as long as he can still get away to have sex with me whenever I need it. And I told him I would be willing to pay him for it. How do I explain to my husband why I will be withdrawing extra cash each month? What? Do you stupid. What? <laughs> you paying for it? <laughs> this is too much. So you stupid. What that cost? What that run you? <laughs> yeah, how much is she gonna be withdrawing? Come on, Steve. What do you have for her for Miss D? Well, Mrs. D. First of all, lady, you this this is has this has I'm about to be busted written all over. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have your own account set aside where you can do what you want to do, it's gonna be different. If you take this money out and you know you and your husband watching this money, you're going to get busted. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. But the husband ain't bringing it, though. So we got to figure something. And he should yeah, be paying you. I don't help, think though. you got she the wants- whole situation twisted. This ain't how it goes. But, but that's what you need help on how to get satisfied, man. She's not trying to ask you how to be right. She okay. wants to know how does she explain this to her husband. Let me help Tommy with this part right here. The reason the email don't have your name on it is cause of response. You're on like one that. today. Yes, he is. Oh, he's definitely on That's one, and why. I don't, I don't really care. Though. But go coming, ahead. coming up in twenty but minutes I, after I the hour. Saying, That's why it ain't ass comic because of responses like this. That's we have more of we ain't, the we, Steve no, we Harvey, the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We all like ice cream on this show. We all love us some ice cream. Well, here's a question. Would you be down to try the world's most expensive ice cream? It costs almost $7,000 a scoop. 
$7,000 a scoop. Yeah, a Japanese ice cream company has taken some of the rarest and most luxe ingredients to make this one-of-a-kind ice cream. Now, the Guinness Book of World Records confirmed that the company's record-breaking price of the ice cream, which is made from a white truffle grown in Alba, Italy, and a uh, Parmigiano-Reggiano, okay, whatever that is. Parmigiano okay. Reggiano. Let me get a scoop of that, please. Thank you. Parmigiano Reggiano. It also contains a Japanese sake that consists of 8% alcohol. In my ice cream? The luxury treat is called Salato, and the company plans to soon release more flavors that will contain champagne and caviar. So, Ooh, see, here's the question. Would you try it at $7,000 a scoop? It's got caviar. all the things in it that you like. Caviar yes. in ice cream? Champagne caviar, yes. It don't make no sense. Saki. They're just trying to come up with something sound exquisite. Yeah. I, you, to make ice cream, you need milk. Now, all these truffles and Parmigiano, Raviolo, and all <laughs> this stuff. Now, where the hell is the milk coming from? Yeah, That's what ice cream that. is. Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about some damn truffles and some caviar. Man, no. I'll try it if you give it to me. I ain't got no $7,000 for no scoop that I ain't going to like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather read your last text? The last text you got, would you rather read that out loud or would you rather take your ex fishing? I'm not rather- going to that one. I'm not going to damn thing. I read all my text messages. Where you at? I'm not doing all of them. damn ex. All of them. Let's Every last one. Junior, let's hear it. Uh, yeah. I'll be out there just reading. Where you at? <laughs> and Steve, we want to hear your last text. Mm-hmm. Well, it ain't yeah. nowhere in hell I can go fishing with my ex because then I'm, I got too much to explain. I'm, I'm really lying now. She was never out here on this boat. So. <laughs> <laughs> here go Sir, my last we text. We saw y'all take off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to her, sir. I was just fishing. I turned around. She wasn't on it no more. No. Nah. you killed her. No, I didn't kill her. I just don't know what happened to her. I don't know. She disappeared. Sir, I'm telling you, I was fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, how long had it been before you noticed she wasn't there? <laughs> I don't know. When I turned around, I didn't see. I just said, thank you, Lord. And I just looked at the blessing. And I just kept fishing. All right. What's your last text? Uh, my last text, Jackie said, do you want creases in these pants? She had to clean them. Do you want creases in the pants or do you want, do you want <laughs> flat? That's it. That's that's my last text. No creases. No creases. All right. Would you... <laughs> would you rather uh, miraculously have hair for one whole month, or would you rather have nice abs for one whole month? Well, hair um, or abs? Okay. Hair or hold on, hold on, hold on, Tommy, hold on, Junior. Right. <laughs> Junior, that's right gonna be, there. but you the best See? one. Right there. <laughs> go on and answer wow, this question. This does okay. I'm with Junior. I'm, I'm a, man. I'm gonna go with hold the abs. On. <laughs> oh, 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 that, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, go, go ahead. On what you gonna do? No, I was just trying to figure out what you was gonna do because you the one that's like you know got the yeah. biggest decision to make. 
Me and Tommy's answer is obviously clear. We're going to go with them abs. Because <laughs> we ain't got no, no help. <laughs> you, on the other hand, have a decision to make. <laughs> Walking a, thi- a thin line. That's what a thin uh, line. Right now on your Zoom, right now, Junior, on your Zoom photo, mm. right now. Yep. Back there by your I, head. If you move them headphones back so we can really see it, I can't really. Uh, Where's your The headphones is blocking it. Dude, no, you, Tommy. You ain't right. Tommy. Tommy. This was this what you got to look at close time. The head says is the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather sleep with your eyes open or chew with your mouth open? Which one? Sleep with my eyes with open. Your no, eyes I'm chew open. with my mouth open. I do that anyway. <laughs> I be talking all the time. Mount Fuji just be falling out my <laughs> But I got to shut my eyes. How so is your mouth? Well, we ain't gonna. We got to shut these eyes. Get some sleep. I'm dry my eyeballs out. <laughs> all right, look. We'll be back with our last break of the day and some closing from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, here we are, guys, our last break of the day. Let me remind you that if you missed your favorite part of today's show, remember, you can always catch up with the Steve Harvey Morning Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. And the best part about that is that it is free. You know, it doesn't cost you a thing, okay? iHeartRadio app. Yes, yes, yes. And we also, Carla, want to remind the ladies of the Steve Harvey Nation, and we see you. We know you're out there. Uh, Please join us today at 4 p.m. Eastern for our Seagram's Escapes Happy Hour. It will be on Facebook Live at Steve Harvey FM, and we will see you guys at you ladies. And bring a friend, please. We're going to have some fun. We'll see you at 4 p.m. Eastern today. It's going to be That's fun. It. Our first one for Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we want we want everyone to check in from all over yeah. the country. Drop your fun. drink emojis when we go live. Tell us where you're <laughs> checking in from. We're going to have a good time today. And uh, welcome back. We're counting down the summer. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. Fun, yeah. fun, fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve. It's on you. Uh. You know, um, I think I want to share this with you, something that I was uh, thinking and dealing with recently. Um, And it has to do with gratitude. I just um, realized something. I went through a period of time where I was asking God for so many things. And I know people out there that listen to me going, well, you ought to be grateful for what you got. Well, see, I'm human now. And I'm just having a human moment with you to share with you what was actually going on. I had gone through a period, and maybe some people can relate to this, I was just had so many requests, so many things I wanted to see happen, so many things I wanted to see differently to start working, so many plans I had made, so many goals I had set that I was just constantly in, in search of the answer to those prayers. And I wanted God to pick up the pace. I wanted him to speed up this prayer request. 
because this request has been going on for quite some time. And I'm actually, I've, I've, drawn, I've grown weary of waiting. But a funny thing happened. In my quest, a lot of requests I was asked, he started letting some things happen to me that would force me to look at some things differently. So, like, for example, if I was asking God to help me with my health, I want to lean out. Then what he did was he actually allowed some things to happen that would cause me to have to focus on my health that would bring about the necessary things that would help me to lean out. But he had to take me through the fire. Everything, everything you want is on the other side of comfortable. So, you know, I was comfortably eating whatever I wanted to do. I was comfortably having ice cream, comfortably eating dessert, comfortably eating pasta, bread, butter, sugar, iced tea, whatever I wanted to do. But what I wanted to start living in better shape was on the other side of that. I had to get out of my comfort zone. So I had a couple of health issues and it caused me to come home and start focusing on it. But it also made me come home and realize that on top of all the stuff I was asking God for, hey Steve, had you forgot what he's done for you? Have you forgot to constantly keep the praise of gratitude on your lips for what he's done? Because don't get so wrapped up and caught up and you forget the what you got. And that's what had happened to me. I was so deliberately praying because I think I was being faithful right by pray without ceasing. So I thought I was doing the right thing by constantly talking to him. But I was constantly talking to him about wanting more. And then what I was failing to do in that human moment of mine was I was failing to ever be ever grateful for everything that I have. So he caused me to have to come home and sit down. Because now you got these health issues you got to deal with. So now you got to sit still. But while you're sitting still dealing with these health issues, I want you to take a look around at what I've done. So I'm asking all of you today, have you taken time to really realize with all that you prayer requests you have for God, with all of your wants, ambitions, aspirations, and goals, you got to take out time every single day to thank him for what you have, to thank him for what he's already done. And I was just guilty of that. I just wasn't really doing it the right way. And I just wanted to remind everybody to not lose sight of what you have in the quest for what you want. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a thin line between uh, being grateful and, and trusting and, and, and in showing gratitude because in, in, the, in the trusting that he'll make your dreams come true and everything, don't forget to thank him for what he's already done. I was guilty of that. I just want to remind you all every day, every day to show gratitude. Steve Harvey, every day show gratitude. Steve Harvey, do not wake up in the morning without putting your feet on the ground saying thank you for everything he's done for you. Don't let your eyes close at night without thanking him for that day. And then all through the day, just say thank you. Now you can put your request in, but if you had a gratitude in the morning, throughout the day and at night, I think those requests are a little bit more in line. That's what I found for myself. Hope that helps you out today. If it don't, we'll be back here tomorrow, God willing, with something else that maybe it will. Y'all have a great day today. Spend some time loving people. Talk to God today. 
He would absolutely love to hear from you. Take care of yourself. Don't overindulge. And take care of your health, y'all. Two most important things we have is our health and our time. If you out of either one of them, you in trouble. Take care of your health, everybody, and be grateful. Those are my closing remarks today. Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 